don't think too much about what's going to happen. Don't think about everything that's happened in the past is the past for a reason. You have to wake up each day and think, what do I want to do in this moment? What will make me feel good about myself? And I think getting outside is really good. Reading is really good. It genuinely boosts your mood in such a nice way. I don't know, the little tiny things, the bursts of gratitude brighten your life up so much. It's like crazy. That's Gracie and this is episode 238 of In The Moment with me, Alex Manzi. I'm a coach and this podcast is all about self-development and helping you to live a happier and more fulfilling life. And each week we hear from some of the most inspirational people in the world to help inspire you to make a positive change in your life. And on this week's episode, I am joined by one of my favorite guests from last year, Gracie, who is a songwriter and artist and someone who really speaks with her emotions through her music. And to be honest, it's a really powerful episode where Gracie opens up about some of the trolling and abuse that she's received online and how that's affected her, but also how it's inspired her to check in with her own mates as well as spark her own self-love journey. During this conversation, we spoke about the inspiration behind her writing, being okay feeling sad, checking in with your mates, and having gratitude for lived experience. So the aim of this podcast is to inspire. So if you like what you hear in this episode, be sure to share it with a friend and spread the love. But right now, let's jump straight in and hear from Gracie. So I'm very excited to welcome back one of my favorite guests from last year, the wonderful Gracie. I, I don't know why I did that like there was going to be a crowd here. Maybe we can put it in after. <laughs> I think that would be really ideal. Hello. Thank you. That's very kind. I had, a, you, I had a great chat with you last time. Yeah, it was amazing. It was like, and and I'm actually more excited that I c- can invite you back as a friend more than just like a random guest this time, which is quite cool. Um, yeah, it's sick. It Little feels... voice notes occasionally to one another on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. It's, it's cool. Yeah, it's there. cool. Um, yeah, how have you so been? I've been really good, actually. I've been, it's been, a, you know, as you know, a bit of a wild year. So I think yeah. the, when we recorded last year, it was about June, early June, right? So it was kind yeah. of just the start of everything wild. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess there's been a lot going on, hasn't there? Yeah, well, we actually, I feel like in June, we were like, it's the end, like everything's <laughs> going to be great. And then yeah. we went into another two lockdowns and they were just like, they, you know, each one took a little bit more of me, a yeah. little bit more. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I guess the, best place to start really is like we and we kind of joked about this in our voice notes and stuff but you like I feel like you've really been like the pandemic pop, pop star like the pandemic <laughs> pop star like what like what's I didn't know like? about the capital V but um I no, definitely it's all have capitals. It's all, capitals. <laughs> all caps um I've definitely yeah I feel like this like entering the pandemic and leaving it I feel like a, a completely different human being so I think a lot of people do feel like that, but in terms of like music and like artistically and just, yeah, the things that have happened in this lockdown have been pretty wild. So just have to bop along, like go with the flow, I guess. Yeah. But and yeah. What's that journey been like then? Because you kind of really, when we when we connected last year, you were kind of just really starting to bubble up, right? As, a, as an artist. Then obviously through the year, You've had like hit after hit after hit and you've really like, I feel, cemented yourself as like a recognisable, incredible artist. Not You're not just like going to be some one hit wonder. You've like, you've you've got 
you know gravitas behind you so what's what's that journey been like for you like just growing through such a strange time as an artist oh thank you so much that's really kind um I think I don't I don't know to be fair it's been hard because I think every like all of my peers as well it's been really nice to kind of chat to them um and kind of go through it together because I think a lot of my friends who are also artists have, have felt the same way where you you can't help but think like what if I could tour what if mm-hmm. I did do that support or like what if I you know um could have more interaction with people that are actually listen to my music to like see where my music could have gone but I think you know there's no point in living in the what if you have to just like live in the now um and I've I've had a blast like growing and exploring different um things and collabing with different artists and I think as well like I put out um like a mini album towards the end of last year called The Art of Closure and that was like a really nice roundup of like what I thought was the lockdown <laughs> then we went into another one uh but we'll get into that on the uh the uh, next EP <laughs> but um yeah I think it, it it's been really exciting to kind of grow in it during this time and it does it feels like it's not wasted it too much I think mm. but yeah no I'm, I'm super excited to to kind of get the chance and opportunity to grow in like a normal way as an artist now with everything opening up and um things kind of go back to normal with the vaccine coming through so yeah Mm. i'm I'm excited to be fair awesome and that like you're saying with the ep and then like you you know semi-joke that in the next ep you'll get into like (laughs) the kind of what happened after you thought the pandemic was coming to an end but is that Mm -hmm. is that how you kind of treat your music do you treat it like a, a space where it becomes like a documentation of your journey because i know like when i make these podcast episodes and when i coach and when i write I'm more documenting like what's going on for me as well as like the things that I'm I'm growing and learning in that period as well as like you know sharing that for other people so they can see that you know maybe they're not in the, they're in the same position and they're not alone with that or that they can seek some inspiration in it or whatever it may be is it do you take a very similar approach to to like Brighton a hundred percent I think um I think in the period of uh, like 2019 when I first started as an artist, I, I went through, I think I t- spoke about it last time, but I lost my voice. And mm. um, I'd always known that music was really important for me and had been in my whole life, like getting me through situations. But um, I think in that period, it really made me appreciate it to a point where like, I just felt so depressed without being able to do it and be being able to, it gave me like a purpose and it gave me something to like, I don't know, validate my feelings and give me some, some place to put them. So um, I've definitely since then like used writing and used my EPs and singles as a way to, completely vent out my emotions and um yeah with this this EP that's coming out um you know soon is that's exactly what I've done um it's exactly what I did with the art of closure but um I definitely at the beginning of this year started thinking I was going to do like a upbeat happy kind of dance inspired uh 2021 and it it drastically changed um just through the songs I ended up writing through the experiences like I went through this year. So um, yeah, it definitely feels like a, a diary. So mm. I'm a, a little bit petrified to put it out, to be honest. Um, it's a bit scary, but I think that's, that's part of being an artist and you just yeah. have to be brave and just put it out and just, you know, 
show the world how you see it do you yeah, know what I mean totally and I think I think the experimentation is like really key isn't it like you're saying like you 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 thought it was going to be one type of sounding EP which is probably more in line with previous music right but by the sounds mm-hmm. of it it's it's slightly different to that and I think as as an artist and and, and I'm, I'm speaking this obviously not from personal experience but from experience of being having spent a lot of time around artists in the past mm. it's very easy to fall in line isn't it with the previous music you've made like okay well I've made this type of music and people liked it which means I should probably keep making this type of music whereas yeah, it sounds exactly. like you've sort of like Tan- tangent stuff like in a way yeah well I think um it's weird because it don't need love even though it is like a dance song it definitely felt very much like a me song because like you strip it back and it's the exact same as like a song off my first EP or um and I think that that's why it feels so special to me but um no I, I mean I released a song called Got You Covered which was I'd written a bunch of songs to follow up and um for me like I was a songwriter before I became an artist. And the reason I became an artist is to to speak how I'm feeling and to release songs that I wouldn't want anyone else to put out. And I got to a point where I was, you know, I was excited about these songs, but they weren't truly representing how I was feeling in myself um, at at the time and and um the songs that I'm, I've decided to go with are definitely a bit more of a stab in the dark like I I I doubt they're gonna do you know the same as like a don't need love but the it's that's don't need love is wicked but it's not the reason I started being an artist I started to be an artist because I wanted to connect with people in the way that my favorite artist connected with me and I want to listen to music that feels real and feels honest and feels brave and that's why I did it so I had to I feel like it's a bit of a brave step. It's a bit weird, but um, I'd rather genuinely connect with less people and have a genuine connection than, you know, put out a song that doesn't really mean anything to anyone, including me. Uh, <laughs> although, t- to be fair to you, Got You Cover was was a um, a very special song to me as well because it was about my best mate um, who was struggling with eating disorder. But, um, yeah, just in terms of where I am in my life, this kind of new music feels like it represents that um really well and it and it was really fun to make it mm. it gave me a lot of um kind of control over how I was feeling and it made me feel really understood and I was a person that gave me that um and it, it's helped me kind of yeah come to terms with a lot of shit so it's very special to me and hopefully mm. one other person at least will like it otherwise yeah. it's gonna be lame <laughs> that'll be fine no I'm sure it will and you know I think I think one of the things that we we fall into the trap of believing is that it's like if I'm going through something I'm alone with that do you know what I mean and it's like yes sometimes and we were talking a bit, a bit about this before we recorded as well you know about like explaining just what you've learned and what you've been through from a really honest point of view is like you're not trying to put on a performance and and say like well I've got it all figured out like here's Mm. everything that I know and you should know too it's like actually no this is stuff that I'm learning and growing through at the same time and that becomes a lot more relatable to people because someone can be like oh okay like Mm. I get that like we've 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 got you covered right obviously you said it was it was for your friend and about your friend's journey like there's so many different ways that people can hear that. Someone can hear that as someone who is in your friend's position. Someone can hear that as someone who's in your position 
with having a friend who's going through stuff or someone could be hearing that Mm. from a place of like oh wait actually I've never really thought whether like I've checked in with my friends on that level or do you know what I mean so Mm. it's like there's so many different ways that people can hear your experience that relate to themselves yeah and I think as well like as long as for me it's always if it resonates with me at the time that's that's how it's gotta be um well I say that but my whole first EP was about um an ex and I was I was over it at the time I released it so and it still hit me then like it still made me feel so anxious and sad and and worried but um I think I've I've kind of grown to a point within myself where I feel like brave enough to be able to live in it and release it whilst you know I'm going through it and um who knows if that's a good idea we we will see I'm I'm a little bit petrified about it all but um yeah no it's it's all very raw and it's mm. all very uh very true and real so um yeah 100% I completely agree yeah and I feel I think it will relate with people you know and it's like like you said as long as it it impacts and relates to one person that's really the job done isn't it like it doesn't have to be millions it doesn't have to be hundreds of thousands like mm. it's it's hitting the 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 mark for one person is creating the impact that you want that song to have and I've always said the same with this podcast it's like I don't I'm not really bothered if I had like millions and millions of listeners obviously it'd be nice don't get me wrong but yeah. as long as someone can listen to any episode and one person can take something from that episode that's the job done for me that's the mm. reason I create these episodes yeah. the reason I sit down with people like yourself and have these conversations is someone could listen to that and be like oh, okay I feel really inspired to make a change in my own life or that I can really relate to that you know yeah uh, 100% yeah you've got to you've got to I think before you start anything you've got to realize what you're doing it for um and I'm glad that I have a team and like friends around me that are just like you know, help me focus on what I actually want to do. And the reason that I've started to be an artist and that what actually fulfills you as a person, it changes. Like for some people, you know, getting a number one in the charts is, is the goal and that is the thing. And um, I think music is awesome because it all serves different purposes. Like, Mm -hmm you know not every song is a song that you need to connect with on a really deep level some songs just help it's escapism it helps you get out of your head it helps you kind of uh, you know remember a time when you went fucking traveling around uh the world or like I don't know it's all it's all different but um for me at the moment in my life that's that's where I'm kind of I'm at and um I think yeah just kind of going with the flow a little bit Mm. Love that. So it's, talk to me about Got You Covered, right? Because like you said, you wrote it about your friend. How how did, did you write the song and then be like, oh, by the way, like I've written this song like about you? Or <laughs> was it something that you kind of just talked to your friend about? For, like, how did it, how did it come about for you? Um, so my, my friend, um, I've known her since I was like 17. And she, I think my, all of my mates are like, oh, write a song, write a song about me. And I'm just <laughs> like, yeah, I think just as soon as you start writing songs, that is the, the first thing anyone will ever say to you. Um, but no, I just, I think I hadn't seen her in, in ages over the pandemic because she lived so far from me and um, she's just been really struggling. And there's only so much you can do over like a FaceTime call. Um, and obviously I know how 
it hurts. Like it, she's just in a lot of pain. And, um, I, I think I've like such a strong connection with my, my mates that when one of them's going through something like I will be that friend that's like, who do we hate? Who do we hate? Why do we hate them? I understand. Who do we, oh, we love them. Oh, I love them. Like I would just, whatever my friends need, I've got them. Um, so yeah, I basically just wrote it as a way, as a weird way to be, um, to kind of just show her how much they care. Cause I think she definitely struggles with, with understanding that people love her mm. and um, especially post breakup. I think everyone goes, goes through that a little bit and um yeah no she she loved it I didn't expect it to be like a single but then uh Bill and Ted the boys kind of came through and like added their little twist with it and mm-hmm. and gave it a little garagey one two three so <laughs> it ended up turning out really cool and we were like right let's go with it like this feels like a really cool um energy to kind of go into spring with yeah. Um, and it, it felt really good it was a really nice way to kind of kick off the year I think yeah yeah and I, I love the like response to it online and stuff and like with other you know DJs who were playing it they were like oh my god like we need to talk to Gracie because it's like you know people write songs about people all the time right but when it when it I guess because it's it happened in such a way where it's like you haven't been able to spend time with your friend and you haven't been able do you know what I mean there's been so many different yeah you know, factors in how that song came about. And it just felt like it really hit like a, a a nail on the head for a lot of people with like, oh, wow. Like, you know, it, you know, in your case, it's like you, you're able to, you're, you're privileged that you can write a song about your friend and other people can enjoy that song and relate to it. Right. But for someone else, it might just be something really small. It might just be like, oh, maybe I can send them a nice letter or like I can send them a gift or, you know, I can, you know, whatever it is. And I think that's, that's what's really nice about it is it's... Yeah, hundred. you don't need to, you, by no means does anyone need to write a song to show that they they care about their mates. I think that that's the reason I wanted to put it out though. It's like, check on your mates, check on the people that you think are fine. Cause nine times out of 10, they're the ones like my friend, if you met her, you'd never think she's gone through the shit she's gone through. There's no way. And I think that about all of people in my life that are the loudest and the boldest and it's like this way of kind of trying to combat your feelings and I know I do it I do it all the time I think I like my brother always says to me like oh Grace if you went on your social media you'd be like oh she's fine like she's literally living the dream and it's like just not the case it's just not the case in anyone's world I don't think it's my uh the internet's a lie theory (laughs) um yeah it's it's just you've got to check in with people because um you know it's a lonely old world these days Mm. and what's some of the ways excuse me what's some of the ways that you then um check in with your friends like what what do you do to to go about that because I know a lot of people think about doing it right but it's it always feels a little bit awkward sometimes to to actually try and start a conversation like that. So how do you approach those with your friends? Well, I think I'm lucky because, um, well, I, I, to be honest, it's a conversation I think about like guy and girl friendship. I think you could probably give more insight into that. But like for me with my, my girl mates and my guy mates, but like, it's a lot easier to literally just like FaceTime them, hair in a bun, no makeup, la la la. How you doing, babe? You good? Little voice note here and there. Um, just like whenever you they pop into your brain, like have you ever had a message from someone like out of the blue and you're just like, oh my God, that's really made my day? Mm. The smallest little things. Um, if they pop into your brain, 
even though I, I'm awful on my phone and I will procrastinate so much and be like, I'll reply to that later. Just just literally reply like a couple of love hearts, couple of love you, just thought about you. Like I walked, um, I was walking through uh, the park yesterday and I just saw like someone was playing a song that me and my mate loved. And I was just like, just heard this song, haven't heard it in ages, hope you're all right. Job done, job mm-hmm. done, does the job. But um, yeah, I was. Do you think like it's different for for guys? Because I know like I always say this to to like my dad or my brothers, and they're like, "Yeah, I just think it'd be a bit weird if I hmm. did that." Um, I don't know if it's it's a different kind of dynamic. Yeah, it, I mean, it is. It, I mean, it's very dependent on the guy, of course. But I think generally speaking, I would I would feel quite comfortable in saying that it is a little bit different with guys because it's there's there's a lot less um vulnerability and like emotion on show when it comes to guys and you know i'm very fortunate that i have you know um created a, a space for myself within myself where i'm yeah. fairly comfortable about talking about anything right and i like to think that you know people who listen to this podcast people who see my stuff on instagram people who work with me as a coach like they know I'm a very open book when you do talk to me like I'm not always probably as open as I can be when it comes to like my friends and my family and my girlfriend and stuff but I generally I'm I'm fairly an open book like if I'm feeling something I'll I'll talk about it if I'm in a certain place I'll I'll try and bring it up or talk (laughs) talk about it so I think generally with guys though it's there, there is a bit of a block on like we're not we don't really know how to talk about it is it's not that we don't want to a lot of the time I would say from previous experience I think it's not knowing how to because to us the way that we've grown up and the things that we've especially like you know my generation especially the older generation we haven't really been taught how to do that we don't really know how to do it we don't know do you know what I mean it feels like yeah. a, a real huge step out of comfort zone because we're supposed to be the strong one we're supposed to be the one who has it all figured out we're supposed to be the mm. this the that and the other right and it become when when that's that you've grown up believing that mm. it's not necessarily true as we know but when you grow up believing that it becomes hard to then break away from i mean belief. the expectations from most people would be that so it yeah i, I completely understand it's mm. it's hard to kind of combat that do you think there's anything people can do to to kind of better that like make make it easier for guys to kind of share how they feel I mean obviously it's a it's sweeping statement mm-hmm. like I know a lot of guys are perfectly happy to show me how they feel but um no I I just get I think about it a lot because I I've grown up with two brothers and I know mm-hmm. that like the dynamic between their mates and my mates are quite different and it just it's quite interesting I think yeah, I th- I think you know the the one thing that I has always helped me especially with with my friends mm. is um just sharing my own my own experience and I think when you start to share what you've been through what you're feeling and what you have learned and what you know what's what's changed for you or what how, you know whatever it is sharing some kind of your own experience and and you know it doesn't have to be guy to guy this can be you know, girl to guy, it can be whatever it is. I think something happens where the other person becomes more comfortable also sharing because if they if they can relate to the fact that you're being open, you know, you're you're creating a space, aren't you? It's like you hear it all the time, like, oh, create a safe space for people to talk. That's all it is. 
creating a safe space isn't like sitting someone down and be like, okay, tell me what's going on. I'm not going to judge mm. you. It's more like, here's some stuff that I've been going through and you put your cards on the table. The other person then feels more comfortable to put their cards on the table, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you've got to be got to be open these days. Otherwise, you're just you're struggling in silence. And I think that is the the biggest danger um, nowadays. People trying to pretend they're fine when they're not. Mm. Um, and it's something I've been really, really trying to unlearn because mm-hmm. um, it's just like a natural. I think when you're, especially when you're like trying to be this like elevated version of yourself, and which I think not just artists, not just like being a singer every single person now has to do because of social media and I look at like I look at like TikTok and I look at people going viral who literally have never uploaded a video in their life and they've suddenly got like 10 million views that you have to then become this version of yourself that is just so alien um I mean that's a whole nother conversation about the internet but like it is, it's quite, it's quite intense. It's a very intense little society we've set up for ourselves. So I hope you're enjoying this conversation today. And if you are, and you know someone who you think would benefit from hearing this episode, then be sure to send it to them, send them a link or a screenshot, because it's really important that we continue to spread the positive vibes and messages of episodes like this. I started this podcast to inspire a positive change and you can also be a part of that by sharing this episode with someone you know today. But right now, let's get straight back into it. Yeah, it is. And I, and I, I totally get that. And I think, you know, I, I, I reached out to you um, when it was, well, it was a few weeks ago now, wasn't it? When you, you put up a post about body image and you shared like pictures of yourself and 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 you know the gist of the the post was about you know I'm, I'm tired of you know hating aspects of myself like I, I want to just fully love myself for as you know what I look like it doesn't matter like stretch marks and this and curves or whatever and it's like you know I I, I voice noted you when as soon as I saw it I was like, I'm so proud of you for for making that post because not only are you in a position where people look to you like you are some sort of finished you know article and like you know perfect specimen of a being because you're you're an artist right but because you're you're doing that work for yourself personally so what what kind of shifted for you to kind of you know obviously it's something you've been going through personally behind the scenes and you know probably talking to your friends and stuff about but what shifted for you to to feel comfortable enough to break that mold of like what people see online versus what's actually going on behind the scenes um I think um, like the last couple of years for me has been like quite a big journey of like I've gone through periods where I've like actually like really hated myself Um, and I think a lot of people have that but for me it was it was quite an intense period Um, I don't really know how to talk about it to be honest because it's it's a really tricky one to go around because I've never really spoken about it. But um, there was a period of time where I was just getting absolutely attacked on the internet. Um, and I was getting like death threats and I was getting like, 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 like it, there's only so, oh, sorry, I'm getting upset. There's only so many times you can be called like fat and ugly and not good enough before you, as a new artist, as someone that like, I've never been exposed to that mm. side of kind of 
public facing opinion um and I just I just really like I've always been a confident person and it just it really knocked me sorry um it really got me in a in a, in a way that I never thought it would um and it, it ruined so many aspects of my life um hating myself that much it ruined like my relationship with my friends at times like like I think it made me so nervous to be honest about how I was feeling and that's the the whole reason I wanted to be an artist it put a strain on my relationships um it just yeah it was just a big mess and I think um from that and bear in mind this was all around the time I lost my voice as well Mm. so it was just like I I had felt like I had no purpose it was a really dark time um but on the internet I was fine and I no one would have known no one would have known unless you were really close to me in my life um and what's hard is I don't think it's really anyone's fault like I don't really blame the people that were giving me that kind of shit because I think you know it hurt people hurt people and mm-hmm. I think it's such an easy environment to think that I'm not going to see it and think it's it's not going to affect me because I decide to put out this image that I'm okay and that nothing can get to me um so I think the reason I decided to put that post up was because over the last you know, four or five months of this year, I've just been really, um, I, I had a big shock and I needed, uh, I needed to figure out a way to, to love myself again. And it's a long fucking journey, mm-hmm. but, um, it was just, it was really just dissolving my life. Like I hate myself that much. Um, and you know, obviously I, I, I say I hate, I hate myself. Like at times, like everyone, I, I, I think it's so, uh, I, I wouldn't put myself into a, like a box of like, this is who I am. I'm only a sad girl. I'm only this, or I'm only a, you know, happy, bright person. Like I'm both. And I have days where I think I'm fucking awesome. And I have days where I think I'm the fucking worst. Sorry, I'm swearing so much. Um, okay. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think um, it, it was it was a couple of, it was around like my birthday. I just decided, like I looked in the mirror and I was just like, I'm so tired of, of caring about what people say about me, what people, um, you know, their opinion of me, because I'm like, I'm proud of myself and I love the body that I have. And like, I love, you know, I'm healthy touch wood and I'm, you know, I just, um, so I'm a bit all over the place. I just felt like I really needed to go in that self-love journey. And I started really doing things for me as opposed to doing things for like outward approval. Mm. And it's been, it's been a really hard, weird, long journey, but I feel more myself than I've ever felt. And um, yeah, I think that's, that's the main thing. And I, I think that's where um, I kind of, wanted to be a bit more honest in in that post and and in my music I think my music's definitely the place where I'm the most honest but um yeah I don't want people to think that my Instagram is like a complete lie like that is definitely a side of my personality but it's just hard to kind of to always be up I think um 
so yeah just trying to try and have those honest conversations mm. yeah and i think you know first of all you know it's very sorry to hear that you 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 were going through that with with comments and stuff online like no one should be subject to that regardless of what you do or who you are like it's not something that anyone should be should be subject to and i think that's an an, an unfortunate side of social media is which, which you know is quite a relevant conversation right now with what's happened with the england players and everything exactly um, and i think you know one one thing to really take away from that is that 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 journey of of saying actually do you know what i don't have to be happy all the time like it's okay if i'm sad sometimes it's okay if i feel this way that's that's the beautiful thing about the human experience is that we have this such broad spectrum of emotions which we have the ability to feel any single one of them and none of them are right and none of them are wrong none of them are good none of them are bad they just it's just a feeling that we are able to experience and that's what makes our 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 human experience so so great is that we can experience such a wide variety of feelings Mm. and emotions and i think that the more this conversation happens of trying to uh point in the direction of like it's okay if you're not feeling great it's okay if you're happy it's okay if you're sad it's okay if you're angry it's okay if you're whatever like it then opens up the door to have conversations easier more easily than you would on the days when you're not feeling great because they're the days where you close yourself off and you you know you get very very internal and you get very um in your own head right because I've been there as well I I always have days like that I'm not gonna sit here on a like I'm on a perch and say that I've completed life and I figured it out because I haven't. And it, and I think that's the beautiful thing is like understanding yourself and being comfortable with that sets you a lot further on the journey of like whatever figuring it out means. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think um, you've got to feel like you've got to feel things. <laughs> I think that's, that's the, the main thing. It's like you can't keep pushing shit down because it bubbles up in a really ugly way and I think um that's what I was doing and I I just felt like I got to a point this year where I was like I can't keep pretending that this is not how I feel and that it's not absolutely destroyed my fucking confidence like Mm. you can pretend to be confident but like you it comes out in ways you just can't it just, you don't recognize in yourself. And I think when I started feeling like that and I started feeling so like, like unrecognizable to my, my family and friends, like that's when I was like, right, I just need to take this time to really learn who I am and learn about myself and go on that journey and, um, and, and be, you know, feel angry and upset about those things that were said to me. Um, and and get to a point where I'm genuinely a confident person as opposed to just pretending to be. And then, mm. and it's a long journey, but I'm so much more like, if someone said that to me now, I wouldn't, I've restricted the account. I wouldn't even open it. I do not even read them anymore. Mm. But there was a period of time where I was like actively trying to hurt myself. I was like actively like reading through my, my requests, just like, it was like getting bloody kicked in the neck every time you go into the internet um but I actually I have a song coming out about this whole period um Mm. of my life it's called well it's supposed to be called fuck the internet but I've been told by my label I'm not allowed to call it that so uh, so it's not called but it's just called the internet but um I think it's 
I mean, it's literally got a voice note of me crying in it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's going to be so much fun for everyone. It's going to be a real, real laugh. But um, yeah. no, but it's it's honest and it's real and I'm really proud of it. So yeah, and, yeah. and rightly so, because, you know, like we were saying before, like that, that song will probably resonate with a lot of people who probably wouldn't admit otherwise. Right. And that doesn't it doesn't mean you have to be someone in in the spotlight to be someone who receives, you know, some form of abuse online because you know it's it's quite a big thing in schools like online abuse and bullying and what what have you like like i said like on tiktok now i honestly any anyone can go viral and this is Mm. what scares me is because i know how much it fucked my life up and I, i see tiktok and i'm like that's great but come on there's such young kids on there and i'm seeing random user one two three four five six seven eight commenting shit about how they look mm. like why is this allowed this should not be uh, this is not okay i just mm. it just riles me up because these people are you know going around hurting people like this that, and the other i don't know why i don't know if it makes them feel better i don't know if it's gossipy and it's fun but they don't realize how much that can affect the wrong person not everyone some people are a lot stronger than others and i absolutely take my hat off to them and i'm so inspired to be that but a lot of us little uh, pisces jesus <laughs> we can't we can't deal with it we can't deal with it it's yeah. hard it's hard. and what what then do you think needs to be done on a on a, a big scale because i've got like some of my own ideas but I'd, lo- I'd love to hear what you think like from especially from the position that you've been in as someone who has a following who is in the spotlight you know who has received this you know form of abuse which like you said destroyed your confidence like what do you feel needs to be done in order to prevent it not prevent it but maybe like filter it out or like make it so that it's not so accessible for people to be able to do it because like we said earlier no one should be subject to that it's it's such a hard one um I actually shared a petition the other day, which was uh, discussing making it like a necessity to have your ID. But even with that, like, you know, there comes problems. There comes, you know, I know a lot of young LGBT um, uh, people use it as a way to explore their sexuality as a young person and like to not to have, you know, their parents um, ID attached to certain things might, uh make it more difficult for that and obviously that's an issue and then having um you know people anyone in a vulnerable position like it makes it more difficult so that's that's a really tricky side of it um I do think it needs to be debated at a serious uh on a serious level now it's now when people are getting racist and homophobic comments like that's you know, obviously it's awful having your confidence destroyed in the way that I have, but if it if it's racist and homophobic, it need it's actually that's where we need to draw the line. We cut this is it should be illegal. But mm. it's illegal. Uh, we cannot as a society allow this to keep happening. It's absolutely disgusting. So that's where I stand on it. I think it needs to be um it just needs to be discussed properly and we need to find solutions to these these problems and make it work for everyone because otherwise it's not a successful solution. So, um, yeah, I think that, in my opinion, is the one which we should kind of think about moving forward with and think about ways to make it um, work for everyone. Um, but, you know, it's a, it's a really tricky situation. 
Um, and I, I guess my main thing would be just to, to try and spread the idea of being kind to one another a bit more. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, why people have to be so mean to one another um, on the internet and in real life, but I think spread kindness and spread love because all that does is make you feel better. Like mm-hmm. that you do not feel, no one can tell me they feel better after telling someone they look fucking, they're worthless or they look like shit or they're like, you know gonna die no one feels better come on <laughs> come on like i just don't think it's um it's the way forward yeah so i'm i'm a, i'm gonna try and uh be an ambassador of just spreading good vibes and a good love and yeah that's all i can try and do i yeah. think and i think that goes a long way you know and, and i think what you were saying about there being you know id attached to or some sort of identification process attached to an account and i think you know that that you know won't solve solve all of the problems but i think it will definitely go a long long way in terms of like helping to find the people who are you know sending these horrible messages like if if every account you know had someone's photo id and a picture of them holding the id attached to it as soon as you report that account, it's easy to find out who that person is. Whereas now it's mm. too easy for people to have accounts anonymously just so that they can hate on people, right? And I think, you know, looking at what the England boys have been through in the, in, in the recent weeks, it's it's horrible to see. Like, no one sh- should be subject to that at all. Like, you sh- it shouldn't be so easy for someone to abuse another person online because, A, like you said, it should, you know, if it's racial or it's homophobic, it should be illegal it shouldn't be allowed but it should there should be punishment for that because it's not if on. it was said in real life like realistically we're in a, in a world where we spend more time on the internet mm. socializing than in real life especially over the last year so why are we treating the internet so differently that's where we that's where we're spending all of our time why mm-hmm. is it different to say something uh, like a racist insult to someone and that not be punished in the same way it would be if I was in a workplace. Mm-hmm. Like it, you, it, these people have to, it has to stop. And people, you know, if people are held accountable for these actions, you know, if you want to say it and fine, you will be held accountable for that. It's the people that are just saying it and running away, hiding behind their keyboards. That's why I have a real issue with it. Cause it's mm-hmm. like, you do not know what you were doing and it's absolutely unacceptable. Yeah. Some, and it just needs to change. I don't know how we need to have a discussion about it. The government need to take it seriously because it's where we're spending our time and it's where a lot of, especially young people, it's where we're, they're kind of um, growing up. So yeah. let's make it a good, happy, kind, positive space. Yeah, exactly. Important. And I think as well, it's it's, the the platforms themselves have to have to play a more of an active role because you know if i posted if i posted a video with your music on without your permission they'd shut that down as quick as mm-hmm. anything right but when it comes to like stuff that's actually going to hurt people that doesn't involve people making money they're, they're so much slower but you know that being mm-hmm. said i don't think that that's going to solve the solution it's not going to create a solution because at the end of the day it's not going to hide the fact that it still happens and people still think and and act in that way. I think there needs to be education from the top down. You know, it needs to start in schools at a young age. It needs to, people need to be educated about, you know, diversity and inclusivity. Inclusivity, is that the right word? You know what I mean? It's like there needs to be 
conversations about it from an early age so people are growing up in a space where they don't harbor such feelings towards someone who's who's a bit different to them because of the way they look or because of the way that they are sexually or you know what their nationality like whatever it is it should there should be an education around it and that will go there needs far. to be a hundred percent there needs to be we like, i think it's all baby steps and i think as uh as we go on we're all like even the the generation at the minute like i just feel like they're a lot more forward thinking than past generations have been but um obviously there's so so much further we need to go it, it how are we in 2021 and this is still the case mm-hmm. like it just makes you feel sick so yeah. yeah um all we can do is just be good good allies and um yeah just I just want it to change it's just makes me feel a bit sick to be honest mm-hmm. um and I've I've experienced like about one percent of what I I can imagine those football boys um experience and yeah. it absolutely fucked me up so I I'm totally here in order to change and I don't know how but where do I sign I'm here to sign <laughs> yeah. where yeah. do I sign I hear that um so on the flip side of that then what what like you mentioned that you know that those comments and stuff you know sparked your your journey with like your relationship with yourself and how you feel about yourself and and feeling confident in yourself like what what's some of the stuff that you've done that kind of helped you on that journey because you know I'm very aware there's probably people listening who are you know maybe not in the exact same situation as you were in but also in a place where they might feel like they don't have that confidence in themselves they don't like the way they look you know what helped you on that journey I think staying in the present like don't think too much about what's going to happen don't think about everything that's happened in the past is the past for a reason like you have to wake up each day and think what do I want to do in this moment what will I um what will I benefit? What will make me feel good about myself? And I think like getting outside is really good. Reading is really good. Um, learning is really good. Like even if it's just like jumping on Duolingo to learn like five minutes of Spanish each day, like it genuinely boosts your mood in such a nice way. Um, and I've said like, uh, the people that follow me on Twitter will be like, Grace, shut up. But uh, I always say the small things, it's a little things. It's like, when you get a coffee, actually sit and taste the coffee. Don't just down it because you need a caffeine boost. Like, I don't know, the little tiny things, the bursts of gratitude brighten your life up so much. It's like crazy. And uh, the last six months, every night I've been writing like at least five things I'm grateful for that day. And it might I might have had a really shit day, but just being grateful for the things that you actually have right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually took a course in, you would love this if you haven't done it already, but I took a course in um, the science of well-being. Okay. Um, and it just spoke a lot about like what actually makes us happy and why, um, like why we think things will make us happier, like money, like new cars, new and why they actually don't. And it kind of just completely um, eradicates any like kind of delusion around it. And and from that course, the main thing I got was that like, well, for, for instance, with money, it's like in the, I think it's in the US, but I'm pretty sure it's similar in the UK. It's like once you hit like 70 grand a year, 
you always think the richer you'll get, the happier you'll get. And that's just something in society we think. But actually, um, once you hit 70 grand, you don't get happier. You stay the same because all of your needs are fulfilled. Mm. And then everything else just, you know, you have a burst of kind of excitement and it just, your baseline happiness doesn't change. I, th- I thought that was really interesting because I think that we always think these things are good. We always think the grass is always greener. We think things yeah. are going to make us happier that they're not they actually won't the thing that's going to make you happy is being appreciative and grateful of what you have and the friends and the relationships you have in your life that mean a lot to you um that's what fulfills you i think so it's uh, it's easier said than done though and i'm not trying to preach because i do the exact same thing but um it's it's very interesting if anyone wants to take that course it's it's really sick mm, where and what where was that course where can people find it if they want to check out that or something similar it's just like an online, I think it's online Yale course. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like a six week, uh, oh no, maybe it's, it, I think it's 10 weeks. Oh dear. Uh, it's 10 weeks, but it, it's just, it's super easy. It's not like a, a hard uh, thing. You just do like a couple of um, like kind of lectures a week. It's, mm-hmm. it's really interesting and it really, ben- it makes you view the world in like a really nice way. Um mm-hmm everything you've got to you've got to kind of sustain it as well I think you can't just like do it once and then expect your life to change you have to like put put it into practice but yeah exactly exactly and I think I think the gratitude listing is really powerful but I think if you're if you're taking it from an approach of like well actually if I write down five things every night that I'm grateful for okay yeah you're you're creating more awareness throughout the days of the things you're grateful for but unless you're actually being grateful for them in that moment yeah, you're so right. You're, you're sort of missing the trick, right? So it's, it's about, no point in doing it. It's a waste of time. Go to exactly. bed earlier. It just becomes a, t- a tick box exercise, right? But you're right. The, the you're real, so the right. real power, and I'm not saying not to do it because it's really helped me in my life. But I'm saying that to go beyond that is actually be like you're saying when you're drinking that cup of coffee, really appreciate the coffee, mm. like smell it, taste the flavors, enjoy mm. the process of like standing and waiting for the person to make the coffee, chat to them, like. Mm. Those little hits there of, of, of gratitude and appreciation are what add up to to make happiness. I'm, and I'm actually, um, I've never said this out loud on the podcast before, I'm actually writing a book about happiness at the minute. And oh, amazing. a lot of it is about that. It's about understanding how we, we, are, we have the choice on how we create happiness in our life and understanding yeah. that. Oh my God, I can't wait to read that. Your last book was amazing. Thank you. <laughs> it was so great um I completely agree it's it's always um it's like the idea of savoring it's like what if you think in the moment if like if you're someone that struggles with staying in the moment think about um what you'll look back about this moment and and miss it's a really good way of kind of making you instantly go into kind of a state of gratitude because um you know if you're looking at a beautiful view Instead of like looking at it, be like, oh, it's kind of nice. Yeah, yeah, la, la, la. Like, look at it and be like, oh, one day I'm going to look back and I'm going to think about this and I'll think, wow, look how amazing that is. Mm. Like, little things like that, it really, really helps and it makes you really appreciate the moment in a way that it, it's, it's quite a nice little trick, I think, because I struggle with that sometimes. I really, um, the day of the Brit Awards, I did that the whole day. Mm-hmm. 
I literally, I was trying to TikTok the whole thing as well, but like I'd do it, I'd put my phone down and I literally would just sit there like in silence. My manager thought I was having an attack. <laughs> I was literally just sitting there like one day, I like I will, you know, I'll think back to this and I, I'll know I was really here and I was in the moment and just it took that day to just be, I'm really proud of this. I'm really proud of this moment. It was a weird day, but I was just like, you know, you have to take those times to just really take things in. Um, and yeah, it just changes your whole perspective on things. It's nice. Mm, yeah, I love that. And I think it's, it's you know, the, the whole, you know, don't get me wrong, the podcast is called In The Moment, right? And that's how I live my life. But oh, I think, good too. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, like, but But like actually understanding what it really means is like what you're saying. It's about living what is right in front of you right now in every moment like whether that's you know we're having this conversation i'm fully attentive to this conversation whether it's you're at the brit awards you're fully taken in whether it's looking at a beautiful scenery whether it's dinner with your friends conversation on the phone reading the book like give your attention to that thing that's right in front of you because that's how you you know harbor this this appreciation and this gratitude which then creates happiness in your life because you're grateful for every moment and everything that you experience good or bad you know with the label good or bad on them you know it still becomes something you are grateful for because it's helped you learn it's helped you grow it's helped you see something differently or whatever it is you know definitely yeah it's it's a nice a nice little and it's so easy to to not be in that state as well Mm. just the way that everything is nowadays everything's so quick and it's so like instant like and sometimes it's nice to just have a little bit of space have a little bit of thinking time to feel, um, even if those feelings are not the best. Um, Cause sometimes I think it's quite like, I'm definitely someone that's guilty of trying to just like vo- gloss over the bad feelings, but you have to just drive through them. And even, you know, I'll probably look back in it in a couple of years and be like, Oh, I just, I really want to write a heartbreak song. Like how mm. am I going to, uh, and I'll think back and I'll be like, why did I just write down how I felt? <laughs> just get some good, good inspiration. Um, yeah. Well, who knows? Well, yeah. Who knows? <laughs> which, which, you know, kind of brings us back to, to what we were talking about at the beginning, right? Is like expressing the way that you feel through, through your music because you're, you're feeling and, and experiencing those things as, you know, as you want to write about them, which is where, the relatability come comes from right um mm-hmm. which i think is is super powerful and it goes to show with your eps with the singles you're going to power with future eps albums it's all gonna if you stay in that zone of the way that you create it's gonna be so relatable to people that people are gonna really take something just from listening to it, it could be a joyous sound it could be a more mellow sound but if someone can relate to it that's that's the power of music yeah I think that definitely for me, that's, that's why I wanted to become an artist and um, yeah. And and I think just got to be, got to be who you are, just be completely unapologetically yourself. I think that's my like word of the, the year, just unapologetic. Say what you feel, spread good, like positive vibes to your loved ones and 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 that's all you can mm. really do just be mm. honest love yeah. that um so what what's next for you you've got a single out right now what's the uh tell us yeah, about it it's a it's a song called what a waste um it's about like that first kind of instant um once you've 
kind of ended a relationship you just have this sense of like well it was a waste of time like it didn't even end that like all of that and um obviously that's not the case like I would never say that any relationship I've had is a waste but um I think at that time that's how you feel like that's definitely an emotion that comes into play Mm -hmm. in everyone who's ended a relationship or had their heart broken so um yeah it's about that um and like I said I'm a little bit petrified but out um have it in the world because it is it's super honest um and it's how I was feeling at that that particular period in my life um so yeah that that's out um I'm really proud of it and then I've got an EP coming out as well which I'm I'm super excited about similar vibe um and it's probably my yeah my most like honest raw kind of EP that I've ever done and been really really um involved in like the production of it and the creative surrounding it it's, it just feels like my little baby and it's it's really helped me get through like a really dark period of my life a <laughs> uh, really weird kind of um kind of coming to terms weird yeah time so yeah, I'm really, I am really excited about it. Sorry for sound very melancholy about it. It's, <laughs> it is quite raw, but um, yeah, no, it's 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 cool. It's cool. Yeah. I hope people like it, and I hope people I hope people don't hate me for it. But we'll see. We'll see. And look, do you know what? Either way, it doesn't matter because the music is about you expressing yourself, and that's that's the power of music, right? It's not about how other people receive it. Obviously, it's nice when you get the kudos for it. But even if they mm. don't, like you've created the music that you wanted to create and that's far more powerful in your own life than just making something that you think people are going to enjoy, right? And bringing that honesty and vulnerability is yeah. one of the things that makes your music so good. That's why people have related to it in the in the past and will continue Dude, to Dude, like so. literally this was my whole thing when I was going through it. I was like, I can release music that's upbeat and happy and good summer vibes. And I honestly wrote a song about every single one of my friends because I was like that's how I can do it that's how I can write love songs is if I write them about my best mates so I wrote so many and then um I wrote what a waste like and I, as soon as I wrote it I was just like I I, I when I sent it to my manager I almost hoped she didn't like it because I was <laughs> like oh fuck she's gonna make me put it out and then I'm gonna have to put it out into the world and then my feelings are gonna be exposed and then imposter syndrome part two will come back and um but yeah, no, I think I then went through the realisation that the reason I wanted to be an artist is for that exact reason, is to be honest. And I was living a perfectly happy life as a songwriter before. So I'm going to take this opportunity to to speak my truth and speak my uh, views on the world and how I view it. So that yeah, that's my whole artist project. So if you like it, join. Come join the gang. <laughs> Um, I love that. So where can people find you online to keep up to date with you? And because you are hilarious online as well. There's it's not all it's not all doom and gloom. It's it's honestly whenever I talk to you, dude, I just go into my like deepest self. Like <laughs> I I'm like you know what's so interesting actually? I found out the other day that my are you into like star signs? Yeah. My um what are the what are the three again? It's like sun moon and rising yeah my sun and moon are both pisces but my rising's a leo i think that just ah. makes so much sense in yeah. my personality um but no i i 
thank you i appreciate it um i am gracie with an ey everyone spells it wrong but uh, i'm dyslexic so it's about with an ey and uh gracie 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 on tiktok uh and then i can't remember what my twitter handle is it's got an underscore in it gracie music underscore awesome uh so follow along for the uh, big mess uh <laughs> it's gonna be a big mess uh, you should come do a Gracie Versus as well. I have a little series on my YouTube called Gracie Versus where I basically tackle different um, different things. I verse loads of different uh, things that I'm usually quite bad at. So uh, maybe we should do one on like, I don't know, this kind of conversation. Yeah, that'd be sick. That'd be awesome, actually. I'd be well up. For, I'm always up for stuff like that. So yeah, we can definitely sort that out. Sick. I'm gonna voice note you about it later then cool awesome <laughs> well look, thank you for the time and you know for like I said for being you and, and striving to be honest and just be a good voice out in the world and you know it doesn't necessarily mean that you're always shouting about the good and nice things but just being honest and you and vulnerable and open is is a lot more powerful than that so we appreciate you for doing it oh, I really appreciate it you're such a legend thank you for having me Always. Sorry for taking it a bit deep. I definitely was not prepared. <laughs> I was not prepared. I was not prepared. <laughs> but here we are. We're living the, living the dream. <laughs> Thank you. Sick. Bye. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I would love to know what you got from it and if there's any learnings you made. To do so, just hit me up on Instagram or TikTok at I am Alex Manzi. And if you know someone who you think would benefit from hearing this episode, then be sure to send them the link or a screenshot because it's really important that we continue to spread the positive vibes and messages of episodes like this. I started this podcast because I wanted to help inspire a positive change. And you can also be a part of that by sharing this episode with someone you know today. I want to thank Ryan Nile from Pure Creation Media for producing and editing this episode. And I also want to thank Hobgoblin for producing the sick music. And of course, to you, I want to thank you for listening. And I'll see you for the next episode. <laughs>